<laughs> Hello and welcome to the main show. Uh, this is episode 281 of the Comics Pals. Uh, I'm going to start right away with a rant because I'm, I'm kind of upset, kind okay. of upset. And I know that I can't go through the whole show uh, without getting to this. I can't get to the news uh, with this with this on me. So I'm just going to get it out. And as you join, definitely do say hello. If you're watching live on Twitch, the medic, I see you, Harris, Manny, what's up guys. Welcome. Thank you for joining. So the JLA Avengers fiasco uh, is pissing me off. Comic shops began to get their copies of JLA Avengers this week. Uh, I think, it was Wednesday, actually, when, uh, when Matt said he got his. Tyler, I think you reached out to your uh, to um, your store, right? Yeah, they didn't get it yet. So they didn't get it yet. I'm still hoping. I might okay, so today. some stores got it. They should be on sale this Wednesday. And I went to Midtown Comics that day. Uh, obviously, they had none. So in our Discord server, Matt shares with us that on eBay, uh, Midtown and others, stores, but also not stores, were selling copies of JLA Avengers for upwards of $200 a piece. Yep. This is a product, this is a book that's supposed to sell for $30, and it's being marked up. What's that? Like, I don't even know. Marco, you tell me. You're the math math whiz. I'm like 500%. Yeah. 500% 500% Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we're going with that. And it's at 200. <laughs> I'm saying 500%. You know why? Because that's a nice, huge round number. Exactly. I like it. And, it, it and it's upsetting. It makes them sound bad. It makes them sound awful. And you know what else? I'm saying this from now. If you are a person who is selling JLA Avengers for over $100, Really over over thirty, but over a hundred dollars for a profit. screw you for a profit for specifically, a profit. yeah, yeah. Uh, screw hang, you. Hang on, guys. I'm just gonna um take this eBay listing down real quick. It's, it's <laughs> not related. Don't worry. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'm sick yeah. of this. This industry, yeah. this community sucks when it comes to stuff like this. This was supposed to be a celebration of George Perez, who is currently dying of cancer. And this, the money from the proceeds are supposed to go to charity. Heroes Initiative, I know Midtown Comics in their defense, they're they're, uh, putting the money towards uh, cancer charity, which is, you know, great. Why not just do Hero Initiative, though? But but why not just do Hero Initiative? Yeah. Yeah, why give it to, like, some real, like, big two cancer charity that gets plenty of money elsewhere, you know? Yeah. It's like they pick the easiest route because there's probably just some kind of website where they can just put a card in or something. Like, I don't know. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And it's funny how small little stores like the one that Matt goes to, I don't know if it's small, but it's not Midtown. Uh, they they've got copies, and their decision is, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do right by our customers. Matt's a loyal customer; he gets a copy. Tyler, you asked for a copy. I'm hopeful that you get one. Um, but 
you know, Midtown Comics. I've been going there for, you know, I've 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 actually I don't know if I've ever bought a like a loose comic book from any other store. Like just a random hmm. issue. I've only ever bought from Midtown. I gotta pay two hundred dollars to get a copy. It's ridiculous. What you get, what you get for shopping at Hydra Comics there. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 shopping at the the most corporatized comics company, uh, comic book store in the world. Hmm. If you can start your own shipping business out of your comic book store, uh, you're probably not a friend to the reader. I'm comfortable saying that. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna co-sign that. Sean, there but, are so right. many good comic book shops in New York City too. Like, I'm not saying like ditch Midtown, but I'm saying find someone else. You know, <laughs> the thing that you don't get about me is that I'm extremely lazy and a creature of habit. So, the fact that Midtown is accessible by the A is all I need. I don't know any other comic shop that I can just get on the A, get off at a stop, and the store's right there. That's West, my issue. West 4th Street. Yeah. It's right there. There's one right there. Really? True. What yeah. store is that? Mysterious Time Machine. It's on 9th and 6th Ave. You got off of West 4th. You walk two blocks. It's right there. He's, he's, wait, said two, blocks, two blocks. Two Aves, yeah. right? No, no, no. Two blocks. Really? Yeah, because you got oh. off on West 6th Street. You just walk up to West 9th. Oh, so three blocks, I guess. Uh, uh, <laughs> Recommend it for anybody in New York City. All right. Well, listen, I don't know if I'm going to be able to break that habit. Okay, Marco. All I'm trying to say, man, is fuck these people. I'm not saying fuck Midtown. I'm saying (laughs) fuck people who are listing that comic for $200 on eBay. That's some bullshit, man. And if George Perez was getting that money or Heroes Initiative was getting that money, you know what? Fine. Whatever. I'll eat it. I don't have to read JLA Avengers. I'm a big boy. Okay. But the fact that that money is going in the pockets of these same douchebags who have made it impossible to get a PlayStation 5 for two <laughs> years. There it is. There okay? It is. There it is. I'm done. I have one, by the way. I'm done with this <laughs> bullshit. It's over. It should be over. Biden, do something. Okay. You got to tell that creaky old man to do something. He can't he even really... get up out of bed. <laughs> I watched a video the other day. Okay. This is the kind of man we have. For a president right now. Oh boy. I watched the video <laughs> of Joe Biden. We might be able about... to get some extra viewers for whatever he's about to say. So let's yeah, yeah. encourage uh, well, it. I really want to show that audience, but speaking, going, Sean, speaking to an audience, and there are three congressmen that he's talking about two black guys and what oh, appeared no. to be, uh, uh, you know, a, a man of some sort of Middle Eastern descent. So Biden says, he says, here's two guys who could probably beat you in ball and another one who might blow you up. I swear. That's what he said. Get out. (laughs) Another one who might, who might launch a bomb. I swear. I will. I will show you guys the pals. I will show you this video. (laughs) I couldn't believe what I heard. Okay. Uh, That's the kind of energy that America craves. Apparently. So Uh, America specifically craves. Yeah. No I, I kidding. Mean, I think you, you might, you know, some of the southern states might have some issues, but, you know, uh, we, we can work that out. I'll, I'll, I'll manage for you. I just can't believe what's going on in this country. Anyway, um, how did you get from JLA <laughs> Avengers, Scalpers, where's that, where's that through line and then there? you went all, all the way over to Byron? Because like, I asked for Biden to do sorry? something to help. 
I think I think there are other things a little more important. Listen, that. Tyler, he, I don't. He, I, you want? Do you want me to turn my attention to you, man? I'm hot today. That asshole's not doing anything over there either. So, <laughs> well, <you know. laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I can see that I'm not going to get help from him or you guys. So I'm just going to move along. Uh, definitely not Sean Soapbox. Hey, it's my favorite listener. Welcome, first time chat. Definitely follow if you haven't. Thank you for coming. That's awesome. Shenran, what's up? Chillmonger, hey. Hmm. What? Specifically spelling Kale's name with a K. Definitely not Sean Suckbox. Interesting. Yeah. yeah that's, the that's... cause of all scalping in the world. Hmm. Uh, make sure you guys um, check out uh, Chillmonger's YouTube hmm? channel. What's up, dude? It's um, pretty chill. Can I just say something, Chillmonger? Pretty chill, chill, chill sounding voice, that guy. Yeah. I listened to the the episode you guys are on. I was like, yeah, this is fucking relaxing. Yeah. Uh, Make sure that you guys are uh, checking us out live if you enjoy the show. I think the live experience is pretty fun. You get to interact in the chat, talk directly to us. Uh, We go live every single Saturday at 10 in the morning Eastern for this very show. Wednesdays at 6 for Pals Pulls. Uh, we had a great time last Palace Bulls, so um, mm. go check that out if you haven't. If you when, missed uh, the – sorry? I was going to say, when you see us live, you can hear Sean's political rants before I added them out for the actual uh, recorded show. <laughs> that was not a political <laughs> rant. That was I'm a – I'm just joking. A call of aid. We need to slap that on TikTok. Get those TikTok viewers. Oh, oh. Yeah, that might do something. That might do something. That'll do something that I don't know if we want, but yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. Uh, <laughs> if you miss the show live, you can always catch it on any podcast hosting platform or youtube.com slash the comics pals, where you can subscribe to our channel for free, like the video, share it with your friends, leave us a comment. All that stuff's free to do and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. Uh, we all saw the Batman. Well, Kale did not see the Batman so I haven't um, seen it. for COVID reasons, doing the right thing. Uh, but the rest of us saw it. Uh, Tyler and I reviewed it. So go listen to that review. <clears throat> we put out a review for that. Uh, and if you go to our TikTok, you can watch Tyler's roast session, which is what yeah. the comment section of that clip is called. Uh, they They did not like Tyler. Um, it's funny because chronologically in the review, your discussion comes first, but I edited mine to come first because I thought it would be a better hook, uh, which worked. Um, oh, it worked because it pissed it people off. Did. So yeah, but you, but what you said, I didn't say anything controversial. I didn't. Uh, well, me neither. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't think you did, but you, you understand. We we know who we're talking about. The TikTok audience, they're ravenous. Uh, so in addition to the. The uh, the Batman review, we have an announcement about the next book club, and that is Batman Black Mirror. Uh, we we're going to be doing Batman Black Mirror. This is the Scott Snyder joint. I That's believe cool. it was Snyder's first at bat uh, with the Batman. This was Detective Comics right before the new yes. two relaunch. Yeah. Yep. That was uh, Jock on the main story art and Francesco. Francovia on the back, the, uh, the backstory, question. which was pretty cool. Backstories are great. Think, yeah. Do you think yeah, Jock um, carries uh, a gun on him? No. What? So what I'm asking is, is Jock strapped? All right, guys. Um, <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, see, nice. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>
We have a lot of show for you guys. We're going to get into your comments in a minute. Uh, we're going to be playing a game. Tyler's got a game. What game is that, Tyler? Uh, you want to do right now, or is that where we're going right, right no. away? Oh, no, just oh, want to wow. know what it is. It's called It's Auctioning Time. So if you know, you've got if you guys have ever watched uh, Journey into Quistery, which is our game show that is on hiatus right now, then you have probably seen this before, Uh, although there may or may not be some twists. But one thing I can promise you is that I'm going to pull my hair out. Uh, We're going to be talking some comics news, the Batman, no spoilers for the Batman, but we will be talking a little bit about what has come out of the Batman um, and in our main topic, we're going to rant about the DCFU. Well, some amount of us will rant. Some of us might defend them. I can't imagine why. Uh, but there was some news about some of the movies being delayed. We're going to dive into that uh, a little later on in the show. Before we get into all that, though, Tyler, why don't you take it away with some listener comments? Yeah, so listener comments. We have. Uh, OK, here we go. Um, so we had Sanji on the Batman review. Is that a One Piece character? Am I right about that? Yes. Sanji? Okay. Yep. All right. See, I know things. Uh, I've never read a DC comic in my life, and after watching the specific Batman movie, I'm kind of interested. It sort of reminded me of the Arkham games with the gritty detective feel for it. Are there any Batman comics that would fit this detective style and more gritty version of Gotham, or do they all just do that? So I think right off the bat, DC has something for you already. They have uh, the Batman collection of comics, um, which is like a slipcase that has uh, Ego, Long Halloween, and Year One in it. So, like, right, right down your alley if this is what you liked. I think yeah. alongside uh, alongside that, uh, good, uh, like a good recommendation is usually Hush, like a, mm-hmm. a nice gamut of villains and stuff. Totally. Especially since Black, Matt Reeves Black is on Mirror, record. I would be reading that. Like, that's oh, a good yeah. one. Yeah. Isn't Matt Reeves on record mentioning Hush as something he'd yes. want to tackle? Oh yes. boy. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Drop the Easter egg. So, I, I wanted to say about this that Sanji is actually a regular listener, but Sanji says obviously that they have never read a comic before. Um, well, I, I guess they didn't say that in this in this particular um, comment, but in a later comment, they said that they they hadn't read any comics. Um, I believe they, they listen to the show regularly. They listen to the show. Nice. And they they want to. Well, no, I, I actually sorry, I don't think they said they don't read comics. I think they said that they haven't read that. Um, mm. But what's so cool is that we just discussed people on the last main topic uh, that people don't go from the movies to the Mm. books that there's no pipeline and so this is a really cool example of when it actually does happen um so i wanted to make sure that we gave sanji some good recommendations um i think you know maybe like serious house on serious earth arkham arkham asylum sure um that's a little bit crazy but it's Mm. definitely dark um a Batman story that I really love that no one ever talks about is The Cult. I really, really love that book. Okay. I don't know that one. What is... Uh... Uh, I can't tell you the creative team, but it's uh, it's basically Batman versus homeless people. Um, <laughs> I mean, isn't that just every Batman story? <laughs> it, I, it's, more, it's a lot more than that, but like, that's, it's also kind of that. Um, it's Guys, very, wait. very, very good. Look who entered the chat. Who? 
definitely not Sean Soapbox. Where were you five? I shouted you them out. Where have you been, bro? They've been hey. here for like 30 minutes. Have they really? Yeah. Oh, holy Good shit. Grief. Oh, 16. Who's counting? Uh, definitely not. Uh, White Knight. Yes, absolutely. White Knight's a great recommendation. Court of Owls. Uh, definitely not. Do you want to do you want to reveal yourself? Do you do you want to reveal yourself? Do you want to mm. out yourself? It's been going on for um, two years. Almost like what? Like two years, a year, yeah. something like that. Do you want to end the mystery? Or are we still going to do this? I'm cool with it if you want to continue to do it. He says that's up to you, boss. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, you know what? If 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 it's up to me, then we'll, I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Thank you. Um, let's uh, hope Sanji. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the question. Really appreciate it. Hopefully you got some good answers from pals. Um, let's keep it rolling. Uh, All right. So sorry. I forgot that was me. Um, <laughs> Snake of Talons on the Palace Pulse episode said, I don't even read any of these books and I end up listening to a whole episode. The content is too good. Thanks, bud. Thank you, man. Really appreciate you should, that. You should read them, though. I think you should. They're pretty freaking good. Some of them. I mean, if that means you're not going to listen to the the episode, don't read them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, thanks, Shenron, for uh, subscribing. Can oh, we bring that's awesome. back, back or Chiaotzu back? Do we get a wish now that you subscribed? Ooh, great so. question. Oh, those, uh, oh, I think I think Catherine think, gifted Catherine. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Catherine. Appreciate it. Um, we have demons as physical. That is absolutely true. <laughs> I'm Scott Snyder. <laughs> hilarious. Um, so funny. I uh, I really like the idea that someone can listen to Pals Bulls and be a lapsed fan, <clears throat> a lapsed reader of whatever books we're talking about. And kind of like find out if it's for them or just keep up without mm-hmm. necessarily having to read the books. I think Matt said that he does that with X-Men, that he, mm-hmm. he follows the X-Men through us. I love that. I used to do that with the long box. That was yeah. specifically how I kept up with the with the world. I'm sorry for the choices we picked on that one. Jeez. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning about the Savage Dragon come waterfall in that one episode. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oh, oh my listen, God. I remember. But you know what? I would never have read uh, Savage Dragon otherwise. So I'm glad that I was I've there been for having the, the itch lately, guys. I've been having the itch. Yo, add it, add it as a book club. Do it. It's, oh, God. Definitely. I'm talking with Matt currently to figure out like a, a good specific story. But like, if I go to my comic shop and they have like volume one or, uh, or the archives volume one, I might. It was just a humble bundle that had a ton of savage dragon on i think i might have gotten it oh yeah oh interesting um hey snake of talons is in the chat hey hi sean i love you uh i love you too um oh wow. oh i know wow. that you is. hear okay. that back yeah wow <laughs> i was trying to figure out who it is i love everybody but i was like do That's i really love this burner. person or do i just love this person and i do really love that person what's up chris it's your aunt's um, co-worker i knew it no, it's not my aunt's coworker. It's a friend of twenty years. Okay. No, um, Steve or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. Um, yeah, uh, next. Co- oh no, actually not next comment. I wanted to say Snake of Talons. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but we just 
responded to your comment uh, from the uh, from one of the shows recently. And I had a great time playing multiverses with you, although I don't think we can actually talk about that anymore. But that was a lot of fun. Um, Is next, it good? Yeah, it's very good. Very oh, good. interesting. OK. Yeah. Um, last comment. All right. So we have uh, Harris on Punisher number one review um, said hot take. I don't think Punisher even needs a new logo. He should be treated like Omar on the wire. When he comes through, things go down. Things went down in that book, honestly. I, mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a hot take to say the, the Punisher doesn't need a new logo. Plenty of people were annoyed about that. Yeah, I, I actually don't know. I didn't see any comments saying yes, good. Yeah, I'm sure they existed, but it's probably because the new logo is garbage. I kind of like it. I mean, not I, I necessarily it, for the yeah. Punisher, but like I like uh, it. Right. For the Punisher, who's part of the hand, like it's fine, but like that's obviously not going to stick. Right, well, sure. of course. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> on our whole like twenty minute discussion on it, we didn't touch the logo at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just it just doesn't matter. But um, on that subject, I feel like you know, it was annoying when they first announced it and stuff. But now that it's happening and we're in it, it's just like whatever. It's a gimmick, you know. It's like Spider Man yeah. chases his costume or whatever. If you don't like the new one, <clears throat> rest assured the old one will come back. It's completely irrelevant. It's time. Are you yeah. ten comics minutes. fans are way too reactionary and should just let storylines play out and enjoy it for huh? the storyline in and of itself? Huh. Mm-hmm. You've been on comics Twitter? <laughs> yes, I'm a little too too much on it. <laughs> Harris said, I don't think he needs a logo at all. That's an interesting point. Um I've never thought about that, but he's, a, I mean, he's a comic book character, you know, he's got to have a logo, something. Well, he says he random. doesn't need, he doesn't need a new logo. He said, no, no he said he doesn't need a logo at all in the, in chat. the chat, in the Twitch chat. Oh, in the chat. Oh, I didn't yeah. see that. My bad. No, no worries. Um, you know what? I think it's time for a game. Ooh, all right, game guys. Time Let's... to play the game. Play it's auction in time. Let me get my everyone's favorite. Okay, first one. <laughs> yeah. So the way this works is I'm going to show you an eBay listing. I'm going to show you a picture and I'll describe it, um, and you will tell me what you think the price is. Whoever is closest without going over wins. Straightforward. Um, very much price is right by way of the thing. Mm. So first one we have is this Robert Pattinson. Oh, I should probably uh, hold on. I figured you guys can't see it. Are you guys watching the stream? I'm watching the yeah, stream. Yeah, watching the okay, stream, right, but it's, it is it. delayed. It's fine. It's this Robert Pattinson Batman <laughs> vintage T-shirt. What am I looking um, the way at? It, it's described: Robert Pattinson vintage Batman retro T-shirt, tracksuit Robert Pattinson what? shirt. So this is that that weird photo of Robert Pattinson. When he was in that tracksuit, that like chocolate cover tracksuit, where he looks super confused what? in some random apartment, and then he just superimposed the Batman hat on him. And made, oh like, a my god! Like I, I, the same kind of style T-shirt that I imagine like Ashanti T-shirts used to be. Um, but wow, Ashanti! What a reference! Is that? Did you get that one, Kale? Oh, listen, okay, right. yeah, <laughs> Kale. Noted Ashanti. Not, there we no, go. not because of Ashanti, but because I I know that very specific brand of T-shirt. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. So who um just on my screen? I'm gonna go with Sean first. Sean, what do you got? Okay. Uh, by the way, chat, please do play along if you're so inclined. Yeah. Uh, it's again, Price is Right rules, so closest without going over. And, and, um, and Catherine, I can send you the eBay link for this if you want it. <laughs> 
send it to her and then you tell me the answer. No, just kidding. Um, uh, hmm. I mean, this is a very shitty shirt. I'm going to say that up front. Um, but I definitely can see people wearing it, but it can't be that expensive. Otherwise, no one's going to buy it. But then again, it's eBay. That's all my logic. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to say. Twenty four. Ninety nine. OK. okay. All right. Marco, what do you have? I got twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. OK. Kale. Three bucks. Before I answer. Are there uh, how many of these are there? Is there, uh, you know, in in the eBay information or whatever, is there like a uh, sorry, there's two it's available. A, it says two available. Interesting. Hmm. You guys can ask questions like what Kale just did. You can ask questions about this. I can give you as much info as I have. Yeah. What's the price? Th- I'm going to say thirty five. OK. Damn, am I well, low? none of you guys are right. You well, guys all over. went over. Yeah. What? It's only $14.99. Okay. As it should be. The lowest in the chat is uh, CMT. That dude has got 22. All right. So, Chris, you win. Catherine, I'll send you the link uh, once I get it. Once the the, the game's done, I'll I'll, I'll tweet it to you. Well, Um, okay. Put it in the chat. Next one. Uh, Maybe I'll buy it too. Yeah, I could probably just put it in the chat. Yeah. I mean, there's only two. So, me and Catherine. Uh, reach 500 character limit. Okay, hold on. I'll, I'll figure it out afterwards. Sorry, let me, let me, let me not ruin the, Put it in the, the game. It's apparently a huge ass yeah. uh, uh, URL. All right, next one we have is The Walking Dead number one, CGC 9.9. Wow. Which wow. I don't think I've ever seen a 9.9. No scratches on you. slab like new. Mint white pages. First Rick Grimes appearance. Is this is this the OG cover? Because I've actually never seen yeah. this cover. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It it's is. Tony yeah. Moore cover. Yep. Wow. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna say because I know Saga went like number one. I remember it being like in upwards of like the two hundreds. <laughs> two hundreds. Okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three fifty. 350. Okay, Marcus, so 350. Uh, thank you, uh, Garrett, for the, the follow. Nice to see you. Appreciate on the it, Garrett. Thank you. Um, Kale, you go next. Marcus said 350. $300.50. 350. 350. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to say 250. 250. Yeah. Okay. Sean, mm. let me just say, keep in mind, this is the first appearance of The Walking Dead. There's something off to me about it, though. All right. Uh, what, did, what did Marco say? 350. 350. We got 350, 350. and 250. We got 350 and 250. Okay. Split in the middle. Man, I don't know. That's. That's the that's the Walking Dead, dude. Like there are people 9. who don't 9. even care about comics that are that probably went nuts over this. Um, mm. I'm gonna go uh, whatever. I'm gonna go three sixty. Three sixty. Well, Sean wins with this one. Sean gets a point on the board uh, for being the closest to thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. <laughs> 
my <laughs> Jesus. What? Which apparently was sold. Woo! That is amazing. Yeah, this went on sale yesterday 000? and sold yesterday. <clears throat> Thir- uh, wow. Pretty much 14 grand. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. That's I follow unbelievable. a Twitter account that's like uh, comic book uh, eBay alerts, and they put like fancy, like like really weird things on there. So damn, we were so my so so what I felt was wrong was the price. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. It's also like I don't think I've seen a nine point nine in this book. Like it, it's rare that I see nine point yeah. nines in general. Um. So I think that's the big deal. It might be the best graded one out there. Hmm. Um. So, um by the way. Wild. Yeah, that is that that's mind blowing. Uh, welcome, Garrett. First time chat. I'm so surprised. Gosh, all my favorites are here. Uh, nice to see you. Uh, oh, my God. A mango. Welcome. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Tyler. <laughs> so, oh my God, a mango. Mango. <laughs> we have oh something that's been eluding me. Um, the Hasbro Marvel Legends six inch figure build a figure apocalypse series of Sabretooth. Ooh. Okay, out the gate. You you just said it's been eluding you, right? Mm. Eluding me in person. I mean, it, this this came out in I think like two thousand seven or something like that. So, two thousand seven, no, not, not, not that early, like twenty fourteen or something like that. I don't have that. Okay, information here. fairly recently. Um, mm. recently in the in the toy uh, thing is only within yeah. like the last year. It's definitely not on shelves anymore. So it's like 10 years old almost. I wouldn't go that, that big. Uh, okay. I, can, I can figure out this info for you. Mm, I'm going to say $50. dollars dues from Marco. I, wait, how much is it? does it go for just like originally? What was the retail price? I mean, usually the market probably would have been like $22 or something like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'll stick to 50 I think. $50 from Marco. All right. Sorry, I just keep seeing the Age of Apocalypse one that's still on sale. So I'm not looking up this information. Sorry. There's like four different saber tooths available on the Marvel Legends line. This is like no worries. Yeah, we're getting some clustered ones. numbers in the chat. Yeah, okay. I feel confident in my answer then. Okay. Um wait, can can you say the um all the information about it again? It's a saber tooth from the Marvel Legends six inch figure. It's part of the Build a figure apocalypse series. So that arm there is an apocalypse arm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's saber tooth. Oh, so if you get like piece of the collection, it is to then build apocalypse. You build apocalypse, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. So, say, go ahead. Sorry, I'm gonna say seventy five. Okay. And what was Marco's guess? Fifty. Fifty. Fitty mm. clams. Oh man! Oh man! Uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 55. Mm. <laughs> 70. This one's 70 dollars. Oh, oh. I think typically a good boxed one is about 90 dollars, but this one's mm. all beat up around the box. And a loose Damn it, one Sean. goes for around 50. <laughs> I love Sabretooth so much, guys. I just, I, but I don't really like the build on this one. I think he's a little too scrawny in this. I, I'd like a newer Sabretooth, Hasbro, if you're watching. Um, now we have, so it's not, this isn't mo- comics really related. It's 
Star Wars adjacent, but I figured I'd throw this in there because I what? thought it was stupid. <gasps> is that a map? So this is a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Halcyon Bar Cardboard Coaster from the Sublight Lounge of that new Star Wars hotel. <laughs> the what? That The Star Wars hotel uh, two-night experience that's in Disney World right now. That costs about that... five grand for two nights. Holy shit. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Unreal. So wait, so we're, so we're guessing the price of this coaster specifically. It's a coaster that you would have just gotten with your drink. <laughs> oh my god. It's not even buyable merch. This is just somebody swiped a coaster. <laughs> and they're selling. <laughs> and they're That's selling. amazing. You gotta make up that five grand somehow, you know? You swipe enough coasters <laughs> What? How how much could you possibly put like, like how much is a coaster? Three dollars, maybe? For like a set. No, if you I mean in terms of how much you think Disney paid for a coaster? And also like a bar coaster? Cardboard. This isn't Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna say Kale, you're up first this time. Um sorry, can you give me I'm trying to buy that uh Robert Pattinson t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh can you give me repeat the information for me? It's a sure. Disney Star Wars experience. It's uh, it is a the I'll, I'll explain it to you rather than give you the title because I think my explanation is a little better. It is a coaster from the two night experience Star Wars hotel that just started in Disney last week. Maybe that helps too. It is a last brand week. new experience. Oh, that shit just went up. Um, most nights are sold out going through the summer. The diehards are going to want that, though. How much can you possibly sell that shit for? Come on, Kale. Set the ground. Set the ground. Let, let us know. What I'm going to say, I'm, mm, this is going to be over. I'm going to say a tenner. Hey, what is that in American? <laughs> Ten. Ten dollars. Okay. Right. Just making uh, sure. Thir- Thirteen sure. something, right? You don't know what a fucking tenner is? I what? what? I don't know. I have a Brexit. I'm not on a different know. planet. <laughs> You will be if you are on the Shangri-La Starline at Galactic Star Cruiser. Nice, dude. All right. I'm I'm gonna say hmm, 40 bucks. 40 bucks Feels for a wrong. piece of cardboard, Marco. All right. Oh, you said last week. Who somebody somebody's obviously selling this thing for some sort of profit, thinking that they're gonna get their money, right? So I'm assuming that they actually put a price that they feel they should have to pay. Fair. Whether or not That's they're gonna fair. get paid. I see. I see the thought process behind it. Okay, so Kale said ten. Marco said forty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say uh, uh, eleven dollars. Oh, oh you price right it, bitch. Yeah, Sean, you went again. It's actually nineteen. Oh my god! How much is it? Nineteen ninety eight. Which, like a Star Wars fan would be like, eh, maybe. Like, oh, like yeah. that's a that's yeah. a price point where they're like, oh, that's that's the year that you know Phantom Menace came out. It's speaking to me, you know, like something like that. Uh, all right, I got one more. <clears throat> I got one more for you. <laughs> Joe Munger says an extra ten dollars for swiping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Chris Ooh. Somni Joker with a bloody crossbar, a crossbow, crossbar, cross crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> I got there eventually. Uh, it's a Joker with a bloody crowbar commissioned by Chris Somney. Chris Somney. Mm. <clears throat> uh, nine by 12. 
Thank you. Okay, I was gonna ask that. Also signed. Wow, that's pretty cool. Then this is a one one addendum. It does say "Hey Brian" on it because it's addressed to somebody. So. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if that, but it's it's but it's not a print, person. right? It's like a straight up a it commission. It is the commission. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Original hmm. for Chris Omni, I'd say like for I, nine by twelve. Yeah, two fifty is probably standard. Let me say two seventy five. Guys, I'm paying forty dollars for this T-shirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, that it's shirt was not worth forty dollars. Right? My wife is gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta do shit it like that for the meme, man. Wow. You, Kel, have you seen that picture of Robert Pattinson in that tracksuit? No. <laughs> oh man, it's good stuff. I can only Pattinson just barely see it picture. on the, uh, on the, uh, on the committed <laughs> the to buying Twitch it, chat. Oh my god, Catherine did it. I have to. I said I would. <laughs> I'll do anything for Catherine. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Um. No, it was not worth it, Catherine. Don't tell him that shit. That was not worth it. Sean, you're up first. Sean, you're up first. All right. Chris Somney, right? Yes. All right. One well, that's pretty slick. Do you, do you happen to know the year maybe that this was done? Um, let's see. It says 09 on it. 1109. It says 1109. So November 2009. Okay. okay. So this would have been right before he kind of hit it. Hit it really big with like his daredevil. Mm-hmm. Real, real big. Yeah. It's going yeah. on Hell Twins. We're on the cusp. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna throw out uh one twenty-five. Here I thought he was gonna say like, oh what did Marco say two seventy five, two eighty. Um <laughs> Kale, you're up. Uh Marco said two seventy five, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Sean said uh, what did you say? One tw- what did I say? One twenty five? Yeah, one twenty five. Marco, you said two seventy five? Yes, sir. Okay. Or fifty. Oh damn. So Kale wins with this one. No. Wow. Four seventy five. I it, it's showing as a coupon for me if I use PayPal, which goes to four twenty seven. But I think it says the actual price is four seventy five. So wow. If I went by my price, Kale would have went over. But I'm just yeah. No, yeah, that price is visible for everyone. So I'm going by mm-hmm. the actual price of four seventy five. That's not bad for nine by twelve. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. That's insane for Chris Omni. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's no. It's that sounds reasonable. That sounds reasonable. One. Yeah. That's not non nine by, whatever. This is like postcard size, like two fifty. Yeah. By who? Krasami. Oh my god. Yeah. This this one. I mean, you never bought some art before. Yeah. No, I guess I haven't. Especially commissions, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Oof, that was not my. Uh, that like was not my, my question. One of my like top three artists. So like, I was like, yo, um, whatever you got available, I'm taking it. But yeah, wow. So yeah, that's okay. auction time. So uh, I'm showing you guys I, the Sean, Sean wins. So yay! Boo. What do you mean boo? How dare you boo me? Why are you booing me? You kept like adding like three dollars to my number. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did it it's to kill too. Right rules. Yeah, I don't care what the actual answer is. I, I get, just want to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean's a piece of shit and he wants to he wants to win. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, it's you know, it is okay, what it is. Okay, okay, okay. Don't call me a piece of shit. Well, hey, listen, price is right. No friends <laughs> here. Uh Hill price Twins, yo, right. what is up, twin? Whichever twin it is. 
Thank you for watching. Uh, that's the Price is Right game. Clap it up for Tyler for putting that together for us. Um, and, of course, me for winning. Um, all right. On the back. Just clap yeah. it up for me for winning. Jeez. I mean, no one else is going to do it. Jesus Christ. Um, You'll do it. You're goddamn right I will, Kill. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the news. So we're going to kick it off with uh, a comic announcement. Actually, we've got a couple. Um, these are both from June, but we're going to start with what I thought was a really, really cool one. Uh, and this is this will be particularly interesting for anybody who enjoyed Loki, the Marvel uh, television series over on Disney+. Plus. Um, so Marvel has announced that um, that Gail Simone and Phil Noto are going to be doing a book called The Variants. Uh, and that's going to be a five-issue miniseries, like I said, coming in June. And it's going to follow Jessica Jones and her variants from the multiverse um, <laughs> doing some type of investigation that will have ramifications, you know, within the multiverse. Um, I think that's really cool. I think that's really, really cool. I love Jessica Jones. So any yeah. any chance where we can get more jessica jones i'll take it no matter what and this like weird multiversal timeline like jessica jones is not the multiverse type character so taking that kind of ground level street hero and making them into this universe spanning story i think is very interesting and Mm -hmm. gail simone back at marvel for the first time in a long time um definitely helps sell it yeah, but Phil Noto on art. You don't like mm. Phil Noto? Dude, what was that? He had an X-Men issue, um, I think during X of Swords. And like, I could not. It was like this weird digital watercolor style. Like it was. I oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like I it just did not enter my system. I will say Noto of 2021 is different than the Noto of 2011, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a lot more. It's a lot looser, which I appreciate, but it's also a lot barer. So mm. I'm kind of curious to see how this this works. I think Noto has um, he does good like slow down character pieces. Um, mm. Whether or not that is what this book will be, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I traditionally like Noto's art. Me too, and I love this cover. I think this cover is fantastic. Jessica Jones is underutilized. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's a great character uh, when it comes to street level stuff. Um, you know, she's, she, she slots right in. Um, but for whatever reason, she just doesn't get used enough. So I love Gail Simone. Um, I've enjoyed her work consistently over the years and her back at Marvel doing a character. I really enjoy. This is like a slam dunk announcement for me. It is kind of curious seeing this announcement come at the heels of Mar- uh, Disney getting the rights to the Netflix mo- shows back. You know, mm. it's mm. like, why hasn't she been utilized lately? You know, who else hasn't been utilized lately? Luke Cage. Mm. You know, I, I like Danny Rand. It, it's like, I feel like those Netflix characters were kind of besides Daredevil, because I don't think you can not put a Daredevil book on the stands. But I think those like secondary street level guys that were big during the Bendis era just disappeared after those shows came out. And I think they weren't part of the MCU. Like, I, I don't know, maybe I'm conspiracy conspiracy theorizing, but 
my my counter to that is that they put out the defenders book by Bendis that featured these exact characters. Fair, that's fair. For what um, four issues, and then he went to DC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what it yeah. was. They were like, "Fuck you, Bendis. We're not showing your babies anymore." But I don't know. Yeah, um, I I don't know. I I guess I'm I'm in the uh, minority here, but I'm I'm really excited for this. I am too. Um. All right, well, let's talk about something that might get your goat instead. How about Al Ewing on Defenders Beyond? So Al Ewing uh, and Javier Rodriguez have been doing the Defenders thing. Uh, they had the uh, the other series. I forget what it was. What well, was the Defenders? But I forget when it came out. Um, last year. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah it's pretty recent. Um, this year, they're coming back to defend the Earth, I guess, from the Beyonder. Uh, so this is the solicit, um, writer Al Ewing and artist Javier Rodriguez will follow up their acclaimed work on last year's defenders. There are no rules with a new volume starting in June titled defenders beyond the mind bending saga will feature a brand new lineup. who unite to tackle an adversary with the power to end reality as we know it. Cool. Um, Readers can expect these comic book masterminds to once again flip core Marvel concepts inside out and along the way introduce bold additions to the Marvel Cosmic Pantheon, reveal shocking destinies for the Defenders and other heroes and discover what secrets lie at the very foundation of the Marvel Universe. Um, uh, The only thing that I'm going to say that I really like about this announcement is that America Chavez and Blue Marvel are on this team. That I like. Isn't wasn't Al Ewing the guy who wrote um, The Ultimates? Yeah. All right. So this is two of those alumni there, you know, coming into this book so that he's written before because America mm-hmm. Chavez and Blue Marvel were in that. He's written Loki before, uh, prominently in that Loki series. Um, and then I think this is Galactus's mom that's uh, behind Loki there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He brought her in on the previous Defenders volume. That, that book's weird. good, dude. It, it is a weird book. Um, and, uh, this book has Tigra in it, so I will be reading it. Oh yeah. So Sean, so it's an it's automatic it pickup, huh? It's all it takes. It, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. There's, I think Greer Grant no, no. has one of the most fucked up Marvel, uh, histories of all time. So even though she's a <laughs> fictional character, I feel like I had a supporter. This, uh, this is cool. I remember us reading the defend, like reviewing one of the defenders books and I remember enjoying it, but not sticking to it. Mm. Um, I might go back because uh, I do remember liking the art a lot. And like this style just feels very, um, I don't know, nostalgic for me. Um, kind of mm-hmm. reminds me a bit of like some Darwin Cook-esque, you know, just more cartoony, um, a bit more loose. And and I like that. I like that style a lot. It reminds me of the stuff that, um, uh, what's his name? The, the the thing, not Walter Mosley. I'm forgetting who the artist is on, on that book right now. Oh, but, that's um, uh, um, Tom Riley. Tom Riley, love mm-hmm. that stuff. That's really, really good. And I think the this has a very similar art style, and I'm a sucker for that. Definitely going to buy this. Yeah, Marco, I feel like Javier Rodriguez is an artist. That's kind of right down your alley. Um, yeah, very much so. Like This is a style that I enjoy a lot. If you like this, I would definitely check out the History of the Marvel Universe. Um, it was a series okay. by him and Mark Wade uh, about the, in 2020. It was literally a chronological history of the Marvel Universe from its That's inception. Cool. But it's like a six-issue series. That is really damn good. Um, it's probably one of my favorite books that year. And it's and it's very classic comic booky. 
Um, what I don't have shown here is that the other end of this cover is like all the classic defenders there, like Nighthawk, Gargoyle, Namor, Beast, Angel, Hulk. So hmm. it might be just be like a an ode to the defenders as hmm. a as a concept. So cool. Uh let's talk. Let's talk about the Batman. Again. Everybody's favorite. Um, now I do want to say there will be no spoilers. So just as we discussed, just be careful, chat, be oh, careful, no spoilers. Yeah. Um, but I did want to talk about some of the things that, you know, are coming from the Batman and stuff like that. So obviously the Batman has had a tremendous performance in at the box office. Um, they're suggesting that it might have a less than 50% dip in terms of box office this weekend, which is amazing. Um, It doesn't, that, that doesn't sound great, but when you consider that most people probably only see the movie once and they Mm -hmm. try to go that first week, Mm -hmm. um, less than 50% means that it's getting great word of mouth and that people are seeing it again, which is huge. We've had, we've had people in the discord say they've seen it two or three times already. Yeah. I've seen it twice myself. Nice. Yeah. Um, Going for that third? So that's, that's, I want to, but my girlfriend doesn't want to go because I saw it the second time with a friend. She doesn't want to go because, you know, it's a three hour movie um, and she has shit to do. So, chill out with those three hours. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, I'll probably just wait for HBO Max at this point, but both of my showings were in IMAX. So, I feel really satisfied. Oh, nice. Mm Yeah, back in a um, in cinema studies school, uh, we were told that you can't fully understand a movie until you see it three times. Hmm. So. Well, Tyler, according to TikTok, then you didn't understand the movie, so you need to catch that third viewing. I am well, slow. I called myself slow <laughs> on the TikTok. So Harris apparently <laughs> already understands it. He's going for his fourth viewing this week at the Alamo Draft House. Oh, Whoa. nice Enjoy. grief! Yo, get that Batman pizza while you're there. That looked pretty good. <laughs> They have a Batman pizza at Alamo. They have some. They have like themed dishes. That's pretty cool. And I miss the Alamo. Still never been there, um, dude. Yo, if you Marco and Sean, you guys need to go to the Alamo for like the next big Marvel movie because it will change your movie going experience. I don't even it's know where like, that is. There's one there's up in uh, Yonkers, right? Mm. No, there's two in the city now. No, really? Is there? Yeah, there's, there's two. One, wow. Yeah, there's one uh, downtown, and there's one in Brooklyn. One in Brooklyn, and they're yep. making one in Staten Island that is Wu Tang themed. Whoa! And the bar is huh. curated by um, by RZA. Can I do and my all, taxes all, and financials? It's all uh, kung fu themed that they're making. So, oh man, no, there no. is around the seaport. No. <laughs> Check them out. Swing and a miss. One of them has like a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow Man you could take pictures with. <laughs> Random beer during it, man. It's they got alcoholic milkshakes. Sorry, Sean, but uh, that's okay. No worries. Um, yeah, so the Batman doing very well, and of course, with that, uh, there will be more. So, Suicide Squad gave us Peacemaker, and the Batman is giving us a penguin spinoff. Uh, so without, of course, talking about what happens with the penguin in the show, um, or in the movie, rather, we are getting a penguin spinoff that is officially announced. We've talked about the fact that this was going to happen before, but now it's official. Um, HBO Max has ordered it. 
So we will be getting that. If the pe- if Peacemaker is any indication, this will probably be really, really good. Something of quality, yeah. I, I think yeah. I read somewhere that it's a prequel of how he be- becomes who he is in the movie. I could be wrong, but I think that it's a uh, that it's to see where he goes next. Mm, okay. I'm I'm, oh, I'm, ch- I'm double checking that. Why not do both? You know, like. That, that show was a little messy. Deeper gaze. As he rises through the darkened ranks to become the penguin. Okay, so so it looks like it might be a, pre- a prequel. Yeah. Okay. That which makes sense. Yeah, I think it's a smart way to go. Yeah. This this is the first time where I feel like I've felt. I'm like, why do we need this? Usually, I'm I'm down. <laughs> I'm, like usually, I'm down for these kinds of things, but this one, I'm like, like he was great in it. Don't get me wrong. Absolute stellar performance but why that's how you get colin farrell to be the penguin you gotta like say yo if this movie does well we could be a tv show probably true i guess yeah, it doesn't I answer say, the question but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i will say i think that this is cool because then we get to explore the um we definitely get to explore more of that like underbelly. We get to see like more of the crime families. And I think that was something that um, was effective in the film. Mm. Yeah. I do want to see more of that world. Yeah. It, yeah, for sure. More. Yeah. This makes me wonder, you know, will they, will they have uh Falcone? Will they have, will we get to see Maroney? Like, will those characters pop in as well? Um, anything can happen especially based on what we saw in Peacemaker. So mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm, I'm actually really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm really excited. More more Penguin, more Colin Farrell for sure. Um, also, we were promised, well, maybe promised isn't the right word, but Matt Reeves and Warner Brothers discussed a, a Gotham PD series, basically, that would be coming. Um, and it appears now that that will not be happening. Matt Reeves appeared on oh, the no. Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, and he talked about how that was on hold and that the series idea had kind of evolved into more of an Arkham Asylum horror show, uh, which I don't I don't know. I don't know which one I would prefer, because on the mm. one hand, I was really interested in seeing a Gotham folk, a Gotham PD focused series that could introduce us to some of the characters who, who you typically would see in something like that, like Renee Montoya. Dude, it's um, called Gotham. It happened already. Y- you're right. Yeah, yeah, it did happen. But I don't think that show was good. Whereas I think you could do a really good uh, HBO Max series based on sure. the Gotham Police Department. Mm-hmm. Um, but an Arkham show is to Tyler's point, something we've never seen before. Especially if it's a sitcom. Okay. Say GCPD HBO max show. I'm like, yo, just hire all the wire alumni. Like, yeah. Man. Yes. Mc, Mc, McNulty make them. McNutty. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, wait, Sean, I did I tell you I finished it? No, you didn't. Oh, it was incredible. Great show of all time, Marco. You think it's uh, up there? I, I think I think it's it's definitely up there. I'd have to give it a rewatch and like reevaluate, but I think um it's up there for well, sure. Two more. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Watch it three times. Have you watched The Sopranos? No. All right. So we can't have the conversation about best show of all time until you've seen that. 
Okay. But like, but I'm currently watching Dawson's Creek, and so like that's that's slowly creeping up there, you know. Listen, that's easily in my top ten, dude. Guys, I don't want to wait for this to be over. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I I I think either either or would be great. The Gotham PD show or the <laughs> Arkham Asylum show. Uh, but it looks like that's the direction they're going in. I'm a little concerned because I don't want like how many of Batman's villains can we just put in this? You know, um, I, I wouldn't want them to do that, which is what the Gotham show did. So hopefully, you know, maybe we get like a Victor Zaz or, yes. you know, some lower scale villain who probably won't be in a movie, but can be a main player in a show like that. Do you guys have like if you guys can pick your 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 lower tier Batman villain to kind of be the main villain of a GCPD or an Arkham show? Who would it be? Mad Hatter. Good old Jervis Tetch. Mm-hmm. I would kill for a Mad Hatter show. I love that dude. Interesting. Um, Professor Pig, I think, makes a lot of sense. That's mine. That's mine, Marco. Good one too. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Professor Pig. Probably one of the best new Batman villains within the last. Mm-hmm. 15 years or so i guess it's not really new anymore yeah uh i think any of those would be great choices just someone that you know they're probably not going to put in a movie there are so many when you think about how many batman villains there are and the fact that we've seen catwoman in three generations of batman movies riddler and two no shade to those characters but like i i would love to diversify that a little bit Honestly, I could see this being like, let's say, Hush, right? And then that leads into a movie, like spinning out of like the they follow Hush, trying to figure that out, and it's only up until Batman's able to step in, and like that leads us into a film. Um, I I think I would like to see that unfold solely in a movie, but mm. who knows? Who knows? I think. Uh, what we the only thing we know about these HBO Max shows is that they can do anything they want. I don't think this will happen, but Batman could theoretically appear. Like you know, like who knows? So, um, any uh, anything is yeah. Oh my God! A mango says Condiment King. Condiment King. <laughs> wow. Robert Pattinson's favorite Batman villain. Yeah, he's on yep. the record of saying that. Yeah. Man of taste. And Harris says Calendar Man or Maxi Zeus. I did actually think about Maxi Zeus. I don't think he would be a good main villain or whatever, but I think he would be definitely be good for an ep- episode. Hmm. That'd be oh, fun. What if the GCPD thing was like a, a monster a week sort yeah. of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's where that's you can ex- throw Maxi That's Zeus. exactly what I don't want. Is monster of the week. coming from the like Buffy me? fan? You don't want a monster of the week <laughs> show. I think that works in shows that are like Buffy that are you know a little yeah. bit. I think Gotham uh, tried a, a monster of the week thing. Exactly, and and, and it, it got Gotham it babies. Was, right, it was silly. Yeah, I think I think that's the struggle is you know how do you do all this without it being ridiculous because so many of them are there because of Batman. You know, you've got people like Maxi Zeus, even Calendar Man to a certain extent, Mad Hatter, maybe, but people like Joker and the Riddler, like they're very clearly Batman villains. Like, you got guys like Teeter, like Mr. Freeze. I think Teeter's on the edge there. I, yeah, I think if you can make a solid case for it, I'm down, but you gotta have some off limits. 
my my baseline is anyone we would consider in the in the A or B tier of Batman villains cannot appear. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. If only I yeah. had a ranking or a tier thing ready for Batman Rogues Gallery. You know, if only oh, we, would, we would we would be able to permanently delineate those. And we just played the shitty game where I spent my the last bit on my credit card for this dumb t-shirt. <laughs> Are you feeling buyer's remorse right now? Absolutely not, actually. No. <laughs> I am That's thrilled. Funny. That's hilarious, dude. Um, I'm going to make it into a tube top. Well, uh, what do we have a to do to get a picture a of that? Top. Ask. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> Consider this an ask. Well, you have to remind my, me. My wife right. had a Robert Pattinson cardboard cutout um, from Twilight when she was younger, and I think she might still have it at her grandma's house somewhere. I wonder if I could find that. When she was that'd younger. Be that'd, be, that'd be good on my... Yeah, is it right behind you? Just, is that yeah. there? Yeah, when she was younger, like 25. <laughs> like just before the marriage. There's, there's, there's only one reason I got her to see a Batman movie, so... Oh, there you go. Um, So, speaking of all that... uh. Obviously, the movie's done well. There will be spinoffs. And now, of course, anytime that a, a, a DCFU movie does well, you know, someone at Warner has to talk about what that's going to mean for the future of their movies. So Toby Emmerich is the uh, boss of Warner, and he spoke to uh, Deadline about the Batman and, you know, all that good stuff. And he said, the secret of the movie business is quality. It's the best business strategy for both theatrical motion pictures and superhero movies. Are they different? Um, the movies don't have to all have the same tone or interlock with other DC movies or have an Easter egg that sets up another film. Quality is the most important factor for a studio. And the biggest thing you can do to influence quality is the filmmaker you hire. So basically. So what's y'all's excuse? <laughs> basically what i get out of that is they're gonna which they've talked about before is going the more like auteur filmmaker driven route and this is gonna lead us into our main topic here in a few because i don't think the dc necessarily fully knows what that even means because you, you say that, right? And, and I think, you know, Joker is an example. Mm -hmm. And I guess Matt Reeves is an example in the sense that they gave those directors, Todd Phillips and Matt Reeves, carte blanche. It appears that they could do basically what they wanted to do. Um, but then you have like Batgirl, which definitely doesn't feel like that. And then you have Flashpoint or Flash, which is basically Flashpoint, which is literally a vehicle for DC to rejigger whatever they want within mm -hmm. the DCFU mm -hmm. and appears to exist for no other purpose. So, and to be fair, that movie's been in development since before the original Justice League came out. Mm -hmm. But the fact is that it doesn't feel like an auteur-driven movie by any means. Um, so I'm just not sure that this new agenda matches the agenda we clearly see them developing. Wonder Woman also. The first Wonder Woman movie 
We know uh, that Patty Jenkins did not have autonomy. And then the second one, she had autonomy, and we see how that went. So do you guys buy this? The next statement. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't really buy anything that anyone says about the DC film universe because I don't think they know what they're doing. It's been a bunch of missteps. It it sucks because, like, there are – shining points of it like like the batman joker uh aquaman i really liked aquaman as a Me movie too. um shazam i enjoyed for what it was because it was totally very different from a lot of them um but they want to have everything combine and interlock um but they're also not making strides to actually do that and like yeah. if they just said like hey our films don't interlock like we're just doing our own thing like we're just making films I'd almost prefer that at this point. Um, so hearing them be like, oh, you know, we just, we, we're picking the right person to direct it instead. That's what we're doing. Um, sure. <laughs> Good. Sure. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> Al- although if, if they can get James Wan to like, just go full James Wan on the next Aquaman, like, I don't know what Aquaman 2 is like. Yes. Or I've fucking seen... Dr. Fate film or something. Yeah. Like if, 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 they're, if they're being completely truthful on what they're doing, and they can get people to just do their own takes on these characters, A, you're going to have a hard time interlocking them all. Mm. Um, that's going to be tricky. I think the Marvel Universe show that there has to be some kind of uh, homogenization for it to really work in a narrative sense uh, and to get all these different um, personalities to intertwine. Because um, Marvel's fine with kick, booting a, a director off for creative differences. Um, but also, like, if you're going to do it, just... Just let them have their own thing, you know? Like, you have such a, a wealth of characters in the DC Universe. Like, 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 what could a Doctor Fate movie be like? You thought Doctor Strange was crazy. Doctor Fate could be crazier. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping that they're being forthcoming, but also I, it's just PR speak that I don't trust in any sense. I think, um, like, to that, right, you can leverage also different kinds of genres with a lot of these individual characters. Like um, Logan, right, was totally different from a lot that had come out previously. It felt very much post-apocalyptic, but also like a Western situation. Like you have characters that very much fit that. You can do uh, Adam Strange story. Like to to your point, Tyler, there's so much untapped potential that, you know, you... It, it feels odd to think that you would have to abide by as DC at this point, abide by sticking to that connected universe, considering the foundation of it is at best non-existent at, you know, at worst shaky because everybody can recognize that there's no, the connected tissue is so loose that even the movies that are supposed to feel connected still somehow uh, exist in their own space like yeah you'll see a crossover in, in justice league but the individual movies before that they don't they don't have that sort of uh just bond there bvs all right i don't but want one. to talk about that movie i think it's trash <laughs> and i think um i think it would behoove you know dc to just bring back the swamp thing show you know like that's that's really <laughs> oh what we're my here God. for. Please, <laughs> wasn't uh, wasn't JJ Abrams' company attached to the 
DCFU at some point. Yeah. Bad, bad robot. Dark. So they are developing the next Superman movie. And oh, after yeah. that, we don't know what their involvement is. Uh, as of now, like we don't know anything past the slate that we can see. And I would imagine that once they get, which in our main topic, we're going to get to this, to that sizzle reel and all that crap. But um, I would imagine that past the end of that is when we'll start to hear more about what's going on with the bad robot collaboration. Um, and that's, that's really the key is that we don't know what direction DC is going in. We have no idea. And when they tell us what they're going to do, it changes almost immediately. And that's why I find the DC FU to be an, a middle finger, an FU to the fans. And I'm sick of it. It's, it's annoying um, because of the fact that we see quality. We know they can make good movies, and we all love these characters. But when you talk about the fact that they just showed us a sizzle reel of all the movies that they were planning to put out in 2022 and all four of their movies for 2022 got delayed. Was it all four? Yes. Oh, That's a one, one or two. One got brought forward. Oh, no, the ones they showed in the sizzle reel were the ones that were delayed. Yeah. Right. Wow. All four are not coming out on the date that they were scheduled. And some of them aren't even coming out this year anymore. So that sizzle reel is bunk. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about on our main topic. We will be back on Twitch in five minutes or less. Stick around. Thank you very much. Be right back. So real quick, just before we get into this conversation, uh, if you are still in the Twitch chat, thank you for waiting. If you would be so inclined to drop a subscribe, we, of course, would really, really appreciate that. Um, and if you're still watching on YouTube, thank you. Like the video. Share it with your friends. Subscribe if you haven't, if you're here. Um, always appreciate you guys and your support. Now, as I said, all four of the movies that DC showed you ahead of the Batman are all delayed. And it is true, someone in the chat pointed out that Aquaman 2, or not Aquaman 2, I'm sorry, that Shazam 2 was pushed up. So we will be getting Shazam 2 um, a little early. It's coming out Christmas period 2022. But Aquaman 2 and The Flash are delayed all the way into 2023. So uh, The Flash goes from 2022, November 4th, to June 23rd. Wow. Well, you know what? He does travel in time. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speed more shit. Yeah. And Aquaman uh, won't be uh, coming landside until March 17th, 2023. Pushed back from December 16th. Well, he's trapped in the depths. You know, he needs a sign. <laughs> Takes a while. Yeah. Uh, Black Adam is now coming out October 21st. And DC League of Super Pets is moving to July 29th. No! Yep. <laughs> That's got yeah. Keanu Reeves Batman in it, so I'm kind of with you, Mark. Boy, that looks like the uh, until I saw Keanu Reeves Batman, I wanted to see it, and now I'm like, I don't know. Dude, I saw the trailer, and I was like, <laughs> yo, I kind of want to see this, <clears throat> but now it got moved. So, um, notably, James Wan, who was the director of Aquaman and Aquaman 2, 
said to Stephen Weintraub, who is a uh, reporter of this stuff. Um, this was on Facebook. He said, honestly, I couldn't make the December release as much as I love the Christmas slot. I literally just finished shooting two months ago in January. Mm. Are you kidding me? So why make the announcement? Exactly. That's why I'm infuriated. It doesn't make any sense. This announcement was literally a week ago. They put yeah. this thing in front of the movie saying, this is what you have to look forward to in 2022. Awkward. You think and it's then, still playing in theaters? Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I just saw it on Thursday, and that sizzle reel played, and mm. the announcement was already <laughs> made. <clears throat> it doesn't make any sense. It's goofy, dude. And, like, look, COVID is a real thing. I know that some of this delay for some of these movies is COVID-related, but they've been, they, they started the engine. They're the ones who chose to do that. You showed us these movies. You didn't have to do it. I don't get it. We're, we're two years deep into COVID. By the time some of these movies come out, it will be three years deep into COVID. We know, based on how this has gone, how it went for the Batman, how it went for Spider-Man, how it went for Black Widow, that there will be delays. And so you have to be careful about what you announce and when. Can you deliver is really the question. And DC just doesn't seem to give a damn about whether they deliver or not. So how can you trust anything that they say? Uh, when I asked you guys the question of, you know, how do you feel about this new announcement on Toby Emmerich's part about an, a filmmaker-driven DCEU, Kale said, oh, yeah, until the next announcement. And that's the truth. You, you can't trust their word. The word is not bond at all. It's bunk. Well, and how many times have they gone back and forth? It's yeah. like, which, yeah. uh, you know, it depends on which, how well the movie does. Right. Exactly. And, you know, you guys said that um, you, you're into the idea of like a, a, a DC film universe that doesn't have the same synergy as Marvel. And they keep flip flopping on that. You know, like personally, obviously, I would prefer the synergy. That's what I like. But I prefer better movies. So if it's a choice, which I don't think it has to be, I really believe you can do both. Marvel does both. Um, if it's a choice, make the choice and then stick with that choice. Because when you look at Joker, I think Joker is one of the best comic book movies ever. The Dark Knight, or I'm sorry, The Batman, one of the best comic book movies ever. So two of the best comic book movies to come out at least within the last 10 years. I think we can probably all agree to that. They all, th those two are from DC. So DC can do it. They just don't want to, or they don't know how. They don't know Whatever how to you, them. sorry? Or they don't know how to connect them because Joker and Batman are effectively not. Sorry, I guess I meant they, they know they can make great movies. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like that aspect of it as well becomes right. an impossibility for them. Right. Yeah, as it stands. And you guys mentioned the bad robot connection. I don't have faith in bad robot at this point. I, I, what, I'm what not buying faith on, on them. Yeah. But is are we do we believe that JJ Abrams is gonna come in, be given the reins, and then it's all gonna be better? I don't think so. 
Oh, you 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 mean the way Star Wars happened? Right. Which <laughs> is it's a can of worms in and of itself, but I believe <clears throat> that I read an interview. I think that JJ Abrams said that he felt like he wished he had been more prepared for the trilogy, that they didn't yeah. actually work in yeah. that mindset. So maybe he learned a lesson, maybe he didn't. But that's not who I want running the ship at DC at this point. He's also not gushing about the comics. I need someone who loves the comics. They don't have a Kevin Feige. That's yeah, the problem. Right that. DC. Yeah. yeah, nobody's, nobody's leading a, the ship. Yeah, if you want to have a connected universe, you need to have somebody kind of putting those pieces together and planning right. it out. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing with like DC is like even in their comics, I've always felt Marvel was more interconnected in, in and of itself. Um, where DC kind of a lot of the different sectors of the DC universe kind of stood on their own, um, which I almost could kind of prefer in the movies. But I feel like there's just this corporate need to have the money that Marvel has, especially that is now counter to yeah. what yeah. DC Comics is good at. Well, but they're starting it backwards is the thing, right? They're starting with the, um, sure, we had Man of Steel, then Wonder Woman, but then you had Justice League, and then from there expand out, whereas the reverse was true for Marvel. See, I think that's what they should have done is started backwards, started with the Justice League and, and branched out that way. Yeah. <clears throat> I think because I think the general public, even before the Avengers, has some idea of who the Justice League is and you know it would be very easy to see which way the public opinion goes oh everybody likes cyborg now fucking sweet let's crank out a cyborg franchise and they wouldn't have to build the you know the the pillars or whatever the way marvel had to right i completely agree that's been my stance since day one dc had a clear advantage over marvel in terms of uh wrecking recognition um everyone knows who the core justice league people are you know you say wonder woman superman batman flash aquaman to anybody even maybe flash did i say flash yeah yeah you did okay and maybe green lantern well ryan reynolds you know but like everyone knows who those characters are whereas before avengers and and that whole thing got started no one knew who iron man was you know Mm -hmm. like some people but not many um, Thor and, and such. Hulk was probably the most popular of all of those characters up front in terms of notoriety. I think DC sh- could have and should have gone down that road. But quite frankly, no matter what they did, it would have sucked because Zack Snyder was in charge and his vision does not suit yeah. the kind of big picture, you know, superhero stuff that they're trying to do. I like his movies. That's not my point. My point mm-hmm. is that as in terms of trying to build a brand, I don't think that that was the right choice. I don't think he was the yeah. guy. I think yeah. you need yeah. someone a little more uh, approachable. Yes. Um, mm. To do your big budget team movie. And then you can get like the auteurs to do the individual stories for the characters. Although I'm glad we didn't get that. And then when we got Zack Snyder's Batman, I'm glad it didn't happen because I did not want, don't want to see a, a Randy and Bruce Wayne beating up poor people. <laughs> but I mean, Whedon bullshit aside, like that Whedon was their second choice for the Justice League film is a little crazy. 
you know? Mm. I mean, you know, I know the Snyder stuff happened and everything, but like uh, similar to the Avengers, Whedon probably would have been a perfect choice for a Justice League film. Yeah, um, I think it's interesting, right? Because Avengers Age of Ultron was pretty poorly received. And I think that the, I think, I think he had almost already started to wear his welcome out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I was even like, hmm, okay, all right. I don't know about this one. And I, I mean, I love Age of Ultron, but I was a little bit like, I want to see someone else's idea of what superhero movies ought to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like there are a lot of directors you go to, to to do something like that before you pick Zack Snyder, and 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 now and and by the way, Manny mentioned Batgirl. Um, yeah, I think that's still on the slate. I think that's still on the slate. But it's it like yeah. it's an HBO Max movie that was not on that sizzle reel, right? Like that. That's the confidence level. That's how they. That's how they feel about it. And this and this conversation we're having right now is is as much about content as it is about messaging right i got a question though yeah the batgirl is supposed to be coming out this year i think so so. i'm gonna i'm gonna double check that but go ahead michael keaton that though yeah Yeah. but he's also in the flash which got pushed back so like well and i wonder i you know was reading that I, i wonder what the uh you know their continuity uh messaging will be with that going forward, you know, is the flashpoint going to be the start of new continuity? Yeah, that's the that's the idea that they have is, put forward. Is Michael Keaton going to be, you know, the 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 anchor character of uh, the DCU? I, I I mean, this isn't a spoiler because I don't know it for a fact, but it is a big rumor. Um, so I guess if you don't want to hear a rumor about the Flash, uh, take your headphones off or whatever um but i read that the flash movie will end with superman and batman erased from the you know from dc and that they will be replaced by supergirl and leslie grace's batwoman and that leslie grace's batwoman supergirl and shazam are gonna start sorry batwoman or batgirl bat Batgirl, so I'm sorry. That Batgirl and Supergirl and Shazam will start a new Justice League with the Flash and others that will be the new team going forward. That's what I read. Take it with a grain of salt. Gonna be that CW bullshit league, yeah. is what that's gonna be. Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. It's a joke. <laughs> it's a complete joke. It's it's funny that because like we're we're also talking about like the need for auteur driven stuff, and I think um the HBO Max stuff has been good right um doom patrol the uh what is it oh my god i forget his name already um peacemaker series and to think that those are good but then even within the world of the hbo max space batgirl is one that is a question mark and we can doubt the quality right so i think i think it sucks that it bleeds even outside of the movies right because like you would think hbo max was the one place where hopefully they allow for that quality um but yeah, it's it's there too. Well, you got to remember the CW still has a whole universe they're working in. Yeah, yep. Flash is coming up on season nine. Yeah, wild. And they got like lightsabers and shit. Yeah, <laughs> do they? Batwoman's yeah. on season three somehow. 
mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow is in like season eight. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they're stuck in like the racist South in the past right now. Or something. I don't, I don't know what Katie Lotz has got going on on her Instagram, but it's fucking crazy. It's yeah. so weird because like the Suicide Squad, I felt like was like, all right, this is where they can kind of get traction going. Oh, there's another know? good one. This is obviously in the, you know, uh, Jason Momoa, Aquaman, like the main Justice League universe. Um, there are direct references mm. to those characters. And Peacemaker, no spoilers, but those references continue. Right. And they feel tonally similar, I, I would say. Aquaman and, and the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, I mean, Sean, I don't want to spoil the end of Peacemaker. Yeah, please so, don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right. The tonally, yeah. That tonally. Things match, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I just feel like they're all over the place. I really do. Like, I, I understand that a lot of people like a lot of people have either soured or, you know, it's just it's just hot right now to shit on the Marvel movies. But um, if you like those movies, if that's what you're into, then generally when you go to the movie theater to watch one, you're going to like what you see um, because they're making it for the people that like it. That's just what it is now. Ten years deep, whatever, however many years, 14 years, you know whether you like a Marvel movie or not. Yeah. DC's a crapshoot, whether it's a movie, a TV show, CW, HBO Max. It's they're everywhere spread out and everything is a varying quality. There's no consistency at all. You can get the Joker and Batman, which are phenomenal. We could also get Wonder Woman 2, which, in my opinion, wasn't good. Um, Or you get Aquaman, which was cool, but vapid. Or you can get Shazam, which was cool but like kind of a kids movie like it's just everywhere do, it's do, everywhere do three more, do three more. I, I don't know if okay I'm... you get <laughs> man of steel which was by Zack snyder you get justice league which was by Zack snyder and you can get justice league which was by joss whedon come on i was fishing for something bro come i on. please <laughs> i might just i like hungry. that i might good. just be hungry but like the way i view like the mcu is like they're like the chicken fingers of movies like it's pretty much the same thing every time, but like you can't not like it. It's like it's good chicken fingers, you know. And like and like some places have better chicken fingers than others. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's always chicken fingers, and it's always going to be edible. And you'll at least be like, all right, I'm, I'm satiated. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, but DCU movies are like chicken wings. You know what I mean? Or mm, like a little bit more of a crapshoot. Yeah, a bit of more crapshoot because like that one might have had like a, the good buffalo sauce on it. <laughs> or, or this one had oh they used that tangy kind of buffalo that I don't like. Well, or and one get, like, one's a leg, one's a wing. Yep, yep. Or this one's Parmesan <laughs> garlic. Ooh, that oh, one was mm-hmm. a little fancy. It was mm-hmm. a little Someone's against hungry. It's pretty good. Um, that's my chicken analogy. I think that that's. Fair. I, I'm I mean, that's not bad actually. <laughs> I don't like chicken fingers, so there we go. You just there we go. It's perfect then. That solves that. Um, so, yeah, it's just frustrating. Um, it's frustrating because they can put out classics. And I think even in the animated space, like, you know, DC has classics. They really mm-hmm. do. And I think that their movies, like, I think Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and, you know, all those movies like that, the upper echelon of Marvel stuff are phenomenal, but I don't know how much, like, I don't know that I compare them to like Joker or the Batman or the dark Knight. Like 
when DC does well, they do really, really well. And I don't understand why they can't do that. Not every at bat, not everything's going to be a classic, but why they can't bring that level of quality up so that the bar is higher overall. I don't get it. And they need to just start delivering consistently on messaging. That To me, that would be number one. Don't tell me you're going to do something you can't do. And number two, make these movies high quality. Get someone who can who can assure that the quality of these movies is the same or, you know, that there's a that there's a bar across the board. They need a Kevin Feige. They need someone who loves these characters and wants to see them represented well, whether you're going to integrate them together or not. It doesn't matter. I said they either do that or they just fuck the, the universe in general and just do movies. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even if you're going to do movies, you have to have someone behind the scenes who loves these characters to guide keep them. Yeah, to guide them. They don't even ever have to come across each other. Yeah, ever, ever since the buyout, Warner Media kind of just seems like they view these as just IP. Yeah. Rather than that's it. You pump it out. They're, they're really American archetypes, like hero archetypes that are ingrained in pop culture. Right. Um, but it just seems like, oh, these are just intellectual property, really. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, Catherine says, uh, this is why I take everything DC with cautious interest or disinterest initially. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad and they need to fix it. Um, I don't hope I don't have confidence that they will. I don't. Um, but I want them to because I love the property. So we'll see. Uh, but maybe we're wrong. Maybe you're listening to this and you think that the DC films have been great so far. You thought Wonder Woman 2 was fantastic and you were really happy to watch that on Christmas Day. Um, you know, your family, let us know. Instead <laughs> of opening presents, eating Christmas dinner. God. It was a nice COVID gift from DC. Did that come out in the yeah, COVID I think year? I would have preferred COVID. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did not like that movie at all. That was rough. It was a real bad movie. <laughs> right about right about the time where Wonder Woman was fighting Cheetah, that CG, that awful CG fest. I was like, damn, I wish I had COVID right now, so I didn't have to watch this <laughs> shit. It felt like I had COVID because that movie was tasteless. <laughs> That's the clip. Oh man. Uh Write to us. Let us know your thoughts about this or any other topic we've discussed on this show. How do you feel about the DC film universe, extended universe? I go with FU because, again, feels like they're giving us that. But, um, yeah, let us know what you're thinking about that stuff. Did you like Tyler's game? If you did, let us know about that. Leave us a like if you enjoyed the game. Um, let, let me know if uh, you want more of that. So maybe I can push past my seasonal def- affective disorder to uh, maybe put out another episode. So. Tyler it snowed sad, again here last night, guys. Come on. Jesus Christ. It snowed again. I need some goddamn sunlight. I'll Dude, do the show out. Who I'll told you to move to Buffalo? Life did. Life. No. Did. Okay. Life. 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 You. Life did. Yeah. Uh, listen, just because you haven't heard that call doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Replace the <laughs> L with the W, and we got an answer. <laughs> Same, <It's>, thing. <laughs> Same thing. Same <laughs> thing. All right. Fair enough. Um, if you want to catch us live, 
That's twitch.tv slash the comics pals every single Saturday at 10 in the morning for this very show. Leave us a follow so that you are made aware of when we are live and subscribe to us if you would be so inclined. Uh, we appreciate it. it. Gives you access to all sorts of emotes and stuff and cool things on Twitch. Um, YouTube.com slash the comics pal. Subscribe to our channel, like the video, share it with your friends, leave us a comment. All that stuff's free to do, and it helps us out a lot more than it costs you. We are officially on the road to 600 subscribers. Now, I'm being told that we will get to 600 subscribers by June at this rate. I say no. I say let's do it before June. So help us accomplish that goal by heading on over to YouTube and hitting that subscribe button and making your friends and family do it too because they like comics, right? Um, It doesn't matter. Grab their phone. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> Catherine's, Catherine's comment here. She said WW2 was so disappointing. And like in my mind, I'm like, yeah, World War II was horrible. It did horrible things for this world. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, it's Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, this was an understatement, Catherine. People died, you know, but yeah. <laughs> imagine if she'd done WW84, like the actual movie. <laughs> oh, what have I missed? Unreal. <clears throat> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time, we're the Comics Pals signing out. Take care, guys. See ya. See you ne- next week, I guess. Killward.com yes. slash comics. Oh, my right. God. I forgot to do the plugs. <laughs> no. Uh, at, at Toto Into. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. Get him in quick. Get him in quick. Hurry, hurry, Tyler. Go. No, no, we're still going. Oh, okay, okay. Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. I like Daredevil. <laughs> Mr. Mark Onomoto, Instagram, Twitter, weeb shit, anime, mangas. Give there it. you go. This is how that's how the plug should always be. Quick. Uh Sean's uh, Sean Soapbox, Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up to talk about the Batman. I can't wait till it's on HBO Max so I can watch it again. Till next time. Take care, guys. See you next week.